Greetings to you all this morning. Um, I have sat in awe, I guess, actually, um, because the thing I have prepared to share is has been amazingly um, introduced already. Um, the thing of wisdom, um, sharing out of Proverbs, and I'm not sure, um, I think it was two weeks ago, I I started reading in Proverbs and, and was inspired with that, and, and here we are today, and, and I did not realize how how the two would um, would lap, but they certainly have. Um, so, <clears throat> the thing of wisdom, you know, there's there's the wisdom of man, or worldly wisdom. There'd be various ways we could state that, um, and then there's the wisdom of God, and it is the wisdom of God that we are interested in, of course, and, and God wants us to, or God wants to give us that wisdom. He also wants us to ask for it. Um, and the day we're living in, it seems that um, it is easy to get that confused um, or maybe maybe bring worldly wisdom uh, into our life and and think we have godly wisdom maybe I'm not I'm not sure I'm not uh, I don't mean to to judge anyone in that that's not my point it's just um, an area that I think we can be cautious with, you know, um, prove our hearts and and make sure that that our greater desire is for the wisdom of God versus the wisdom of man, and and um, exercise ourselves in in seeking God's wisdom. Um, I guess I, I appreciate the thing of, which I have already pointed out, that Solomon actually asked for an understanding heart, and with that he achieved wisdom, um, or was given, was granted wisdom. Um, and I also want to take into account that, you know, the, we live in a different dispensation than Solomon did. Um, so it, it's not exactly the same for us as it was for Solomon, but we do know that that um, God wanted to be a the the vital part of 
of Solomon's, uh, his life, his reign, and that is true for us today. Um, we know that God wants to live in us, rule in our hearts, lead us in his way, in his will. He wants to grant us wisdom and understanding. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, um, I think that that um, I just think that if we seek to have an understanding heart and to love God, He will um, He will grant us wisdom. Um, I guess I don't see myself uh, capable of expounding or exhaustively speaking of wisdom in itself. Um, but if we take a look at, at Proverbs, um, there's there's a lot of good reading here, a lot of um, good instruction, and um, I think we can we can learn from that. Um, I would like to share out of the first several chapters. Um, probably be doing quite a bit of reading, um, but if. If we think of, or if we, if we start at the beginning of Proverbs, we see that there was a purpose behind the writing of it, and um, the the passing on of wisdom is kind of the key theme of Proverbs. Um, in one of my Bibles, the the introduction to Proverbs, I found. Um, as you read Proverbs, understand that knowing God is the key to wisdom. Okay, so let's bear that in mind. Knowing God is the key to wisdom. Listen to the thoughts and lessons from the world's wisest man and apply these truths to your life. Don't just read these Proverbs. Act on them. Um, Charles Stanley wrote or spoke in one of his sermons and said, uh, true, genuine wisdom is godly wisdom. That is real wisdom. So that is, that is what we seek, uh, godly wisdom. Um, Stanley also said, godly wisdom is viewing things from God's viewpoint. Okay, so here we have a little bit of instruction in, in uh, striving to attain godly wisdom. Okay, so godly wisdom is viewing things from God's viewpoint, asking ourselves, how does God see this? Then responding to those things from the basis of what the Word of God teaches. 
Wisdom is the capacity to view things from God's viewpoint and to respond to them accordingly. Okay, so um, in the in the New Testament, we also have uh, instruction concerning dealing with wisdom or acquiring wisdom. First um, Corinthians three. 18 to 23, let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. And my understanding there is that um, you know, if, if any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, that is speaking of, of the wisdom of man or the wisdom of this world, let that wisdom perish. Let him become a fool so that he realizes his need for a more meaningful wisdom, which is wisdom from God. Okay, if we continue in Corinthians, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. Okay, the wisdom of man is foolishness to God. It doesn't, it doesn't carry weight with him. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness, and again the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Still speaking of, of uh, man's wisdom. Therefore let no man glory in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul, or Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, all are yours. They're all we're surrounded with things that we can uh, bring into our life, use whatever. Um, and ye are Christ's, and Christ is God's. So we all um, we are all subject to um, to our um, we are all accountable to God. Um, whether or not we we take that seriously and and live accordingly. Um, okay, so <clears throat> if we turn to Proverbs now, uh, starting in chapter one, um, it it tells us right at the beginning what. Proverbs is for, or uh, why, why Solomon wrote um, this, which we refer to as the Proverbs. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. Okay, so if we... Um, 
if we go over this a little bit, um, so Proverbs is written to give us wisdom and instruction and that we can perceive the words of understanding. Um, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. And then verse 4, to give subtlety to the simple. And I struggled in understanding what that should mean to us. Um, the German I can understand much better. Um, and that If I interpret that, the, the German would say that the, uh, those without understanding may become wise, or to, to give wisdom to those without understanding is what that is saying, I believe. Um, so the, the things that Solomon wrote here are uh, to benefit those who who read this uh, and to um, to help us attain godly wisdom and um, as we go farther into this we will see that um, that it is pointing us to to godly wisdom and not just the wisdom of man. Um, in verse 4, or verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Okay, so, it all begins with um, the fear of the Lord. Um, so this will extend over, I don't know, three, four, maybe into the fifth chapter. But So I won't read all of this, but I would encourage you to, to read it. I, I was inspired with, I mean, like, okay, I read seven verses, but it's like, where do I stop, you know? Um, it just goes on and on with with uh, instruction, uh, um, wise words, you know, words that that keep us in in um, in God's will, what He has chosen for us. Um, okay, so that more or less covers. Uh, the purpose of Proverbs. Um, and so, um, also in chapter 1, starting in verse 20 to the end, is um, a record of the, the results of rejecting wisdom. Um, like I have already said, there 
there's the wisdom of man and there's um, the wisdom of God. And um, I think we will see here that there's, there's uh, God's people are speaking the wisdom of God into a clamoring world that is is not seeking God's heart. Um, they are carnally minded. There's there's a lot of noise, and still in the midst of that, um, the wisdom of God does get spoken. Um, and so, we are not exempt from that noise, um, but we need to choose wisely. Uh, we need to be attentive and consider the wisdom that is is presented to us, and um, you know, choosing the the wisdom of God. Because going against that wisdom brings us to destruction. That is kind of my thoughts on the last half of, of chapter 1, which reads, Wisdom crieth without, this is verse 20, She uttereth her voice in the streets, she crieth in the chief place of the concourse, in the openings of the gates, in the city she uttereth her words. Okay, she here is wisdom. Okay. So there's there's wisdom being being cried out um, all over. Okay, wisdom says, how long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called, and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded but ye have set at naught all my counsel, and would have none of my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. Now, I am open to correction here, but I, I think you know, this reads as though the Lord were speaking, but I, I believe that it is, it is written by Solomon as though wisdom itself were speaking. Um, that's the way I'm understanding this. Um, I just, you know, so if, if we substitute wisdom for some of these pronouns, we find like in verse 26, wisdom also will laugh at your calamity. Wisdom will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then shall 
they call upon wisdom, but I will not answer. And they shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. They shall not find wisdom. And that's the way I'm understanding this. We can also substitute the Lord or God with those pronouns if we choose. And I don't think it really takes away from it. And I may be wrong. I, I would be glad if someone shared how you think about it. Um, verse 29, for, for that they hated knowledge, they did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. So, you know, that to me sounds, I mean, it, it's, it sounds really a lot as though it were the Lord speaking, um, especially um, like verse 29 on. Um, so that gives me a little bit of pause about my thing of this being wisdom speaking, but either way, we see that um, to, to turn away from the Lord brings destruction. To not, to not desire uh, to be filled by God's Spirit and, and uh, wisdom and discernment which He uh, wants to give to us. To, to turn away from that brings destruction. Um, either way, that we view this passage, I think we can draw the same conclusion that um, that not hearkening unto me, me being wisdom or God, not hearkening to either uh, will end in destruction. If we go to chapter 2, um, the value of wisdom, we find that, that wisdom must be sought for. Uh, we, we need to, um, we need to seek wisdom from God, not uh, from the world. And the um, like Solomon asking for understanding and was given uh, wisdom as well. I think we too will find that um, that desiring understanding um, and and 
asking God for that will will bring to us um, wisdom as well. And and with that, um, we gain an understanding, a greater understanding of of uh, more of God's attributes and. Um, he, he shares more with us, I, I do believe. Um, I think that is what is being expressed here uh, in the first 13 verses of chapter 2 in Proverbs. He says, My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find knowledge of God. Okay, so Solomon here is is speaking to his sons, which in turn can be taken by all men um, you know if if you receive instruction um, and if you uh, cry after knowledge and and are earnest in in seeking it seeking it as as you know as as it were silver, you know, seeking it as though it was a, the most valuable thing you could find. Um, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. Is that not our desire as well? I mean, um, we want to understand righteousness, judgment, We need to seek it from the Lord. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh froward things, who leave the paths of uprightness, to walk in the ways of darkness. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just amazing to me um, the depth of, of all that Solomon wrote. I guess um, here he's he's telling us that um, that we, as we receive wisdom. And knowledge 
um, it seems to me that with that comes discretion and understanding, and and that is able to deliver us from the way of evil man. Um, we are able to discern between good and bad. If if we recall, Solomon asked for uh, understanding that he could discern between good and bad, and what uh, what greater thing would we need today than to to have that discernment? Because I mean, it, good is a very broad term, okay, and bad is also. But if we if we consider good to be the things of God, and and all that is uh, contained in that, and bad to be anything and everything that draws us away from God, most certainly uh, we want discernment to be able to um, correctly divide those two and, and to be aware of, um, of the difference. Because we all know that, you know, not everything is black and white. Um, we we need discernment in in certain situations, especially. Um, if we skip to. Um, chapter three. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Um... In Proverbs 6, verses 20 and 21, maybe 22 as well. My son, keep thy father's commandments and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart and tie them about thy neck. When thou, when thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou wakest, it shall talk with thee. Um, the, the wisdom of godly parents serve us well if we, um, if we take it with us, if we... Um, Bind it into our hearts. Um, similar scripture in, in Hebrews, and, and this was touched on this morning already. I 
really don't need to repeat it, but in Hebrews 9.10, um, I think verse 10, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Um, probably the most precious thing that um, that is given us that um, that God would be our God and that we are to him a people um, just so uh, the importance, I guess, or the the weightiness of um, living, taking with us uh, God's word as we um, as we go through life. Um, continuing in verse five, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Um, I don't know, very familiar um, scripture here. Um, it's just, to me it is, it's just refreshing to, to read that and to realize how important it is for us to, to trust in the Lord um, and and realize how how nothing we are of ourselves, um, and, and verse six: In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. You know, do we acknowledge and and give God the honor and glory um, when things go well? when um, great things have been accomplished or whatever it may be, you know, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. Um, be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Um, verses 9 and 10 um, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Uh, to me, that spoke of of giving, um, or speaks of giving. Um, and I guess the way that affected me in in studying was that. So I I struggle with 
you know, clinging to, to that which seems to belong to me. Um, and it, the way I processed that thought was that I wish I had learned earlier in life that that in in giving um, I will be increased and maybe that in itself is even selfish because I, I know it, I have no excuse um, I I see in the scripture that principle of giving but do we then give so that we become rich? Um, I don't think that is proper either. It's, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Um, I think we just need to give as as we see the need and and just trust God to provide for us um, whether it be a great increase or or not um, just giving out of a sincere heart and um, Because we we love God. So if we continue in eleven, my son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and, their gain, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Again, these pronouns, she and her, is referring to wisdom. So wisdom is more precious than rubies. All the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto wisdom. Um, and we can, we can well relate to uh, the thing of chastisement. Um, we know that, you know, um, that even though we we uh, chastise our children, uh, we still love them. You know, um, we chastise them because we love them. And that is no different between us and the Lord. 
he loves us, but he also desires to to guide us and to direct us in in his love. Sometimes that takes takes a time of chastisement. Um, verse twenty seven withhold not good from them to whom it is due when it is in the power of thy hand to do it. Um, I thought that was just a, a valuable nugget that goes with um, verses 9 and 10. Withhold not thy hand. Proverbs 4 Moving too slowly again. Um, 1 to 7. Hear ye children the instructions of a father and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Um, James has a similar message um, chapter 3 starting in verse 13 who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you let him show out of a good conversation his works of with meek his works with meekness of wisdom but if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts glory not and lie not against the truth this wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. So, speaking of um, the wisdom of man here. But the wisdom that is from above, which is what we desire, is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. In chapter 4, also of James, um, he says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. I guess this goes with the next portion. Um, if we skip to verse 13 in chapter 4 uh, 13, 14, and 15 take fast hold of instruction let her not go keep her for she is thy life enter 
not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it. Turn from it and pass away. The thing of um, take fast hold of instruction, let her not go. Um, in chapter 4 of James, verse 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hearts, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Um, then in Romans 12, Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love. In honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation. Continuing instant in prayer. Distributing to the necessity of the saints. Given to hospitality. Um, I need to bring this to a close. The, if we think of um, of Proverbs as as being given for uh, instruction in in attaining an understanding uh, of of wisdom and knowledge. Uh, In, in acquiring discretion through that um, and and all of that um, uh, coming from God not not uh, through the wisdom of man um, you know we we understand that that uh, the result of of rejecting God's wisdom leads to destruction. Um, we we find in Proverbs um, examples of the value of wisdom. You know, um, it is more than um, than silver, um, more precious than rubies. It said. Um, okay, so as we um, as we attain that, as we receive from God wisdom and discretion, you know, we need to, to remain in that. Um, last night I, I was listening to um, a sermon from, um, given by Charles Spurgeon, um, years ago, 1888, it said, January the 8th, 1888, um, is when the sermon was first given. And just a few comments out of that. Um, speaking of, of remaining in Christ, um, 
which I don't know. I I just felt like it it uh, it fit well with with the thing of of seeking God's wisdom, um, acquiring it, being blessed with it, and then then remaining uh, in in that. So this sermon was more on remaining in Christ than the thing of wisdom, but I think it, we can bring the two together. Um, he said, be careful that you remain in Christ when you are being pruned. Okay, he used the, um, the example, the, the scripture of the vine being pruned, um, the abiding in the 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 branches abiding in the vine and and that okay so said so be careful that you remain in Christ when you are being pruned. If you are to have power in prayer, you must be careful that you remain in Christ when the sharp pruning knife is cut is cutting everything away. Endure the trial and never dream of giving up your faith because of the pruning. Say this, though he slay me, yet will I hope in him. Um, the, I mentioned chastisement a little bit ago. Um, which the pruning, uh, the, the chastisement is a pruning, I would say. Um, so let's not give up hope. You know, can we say that though he slay me, yet will I hope in him? As you remain in Christ, you will have a firmer confidence, a richer joy, a greater stability more communion with Jesus, a greater delight in the Lord your God. Remaining in the Lord Jesus does not only mean trusting in him, but it includes our yielding ourselves up to him to receive his light and to let that light work out its results in us. We remain in him when we live by him, for him, and to him. Those were words of Charles Spurgeon. Um, I think that was years ago. I think it is still good for us today. Or, yeah. So I will leave it there. Um, please share uh, your thoughts or comments.